This is Chris Martin, and me and my buddy Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Everything, host an NBA podcast called The Mismatch. They call it The Mismatch because I'm awesome and Kevin is a gigantic nerd. No, no, that's not why at all, Chris. They call it The Mismatch because I have a brain and you're a loudmouth bozo. Good grief. (laughs) Anyway, listen to our amazing NBA podcast, The Mismatch. Or don't. We really don't care. We're probably going to win a million awards either way. <laughs> Chris, we do care. So don't say that. Please subscribe and listen to The Mismatch only on Spotify. Did you really call me a bozo? <laughs> it's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and Bet Live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer. Is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is a, a glorious Wednesday night. If you are a fan of the New York Rangers, holy moly, that is how you go and start off the conference finals against the two-time reigning, defending Stanley Cup champs. You deliver a whooping. You deliver a beatdown in game one. I mean, you score basically a minute into the game. You have an unbelievable second period. Vetrano gets a goal. Filipino, how good has Filipino been for the New York Rangers? How good has that kid line been for the New York Rangers? Second period was just fresh legs, action galore. And we said this would go one of two ways. That the Rangers in game one would look like a team that was gassed or the Rangers would look like the sharper, crisper hockey team. Tampa Bay looked like a team that hadn't played in a while. Now, they got some things going on the offensive attack. They scored a couple of very impressive goals. But they look like a team, specifically their goaltender and Vasilevsky, who everybody tells you is the best goaltender on planet Earth. He looked like a guy who hadn't played in a week. And the Rangers got to him. 
So this was not the Rangers scoring on some, you know, third-string bum goaltender. They're putting up six goals against the best in the league. They were as sharp as can be. They were as energetic as can be. And to be honest with you, the minute they scored that fourth goal, you wanted to see them put it out of reach early. For the Rangers to go and start off the first period with a goal and then to go and start off the third period with a goal with Panarin, fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. And look, this team has clearly fed off the Madison Square Garden crowd. I don't think there's any question about it. Outside of the first triple overtime game, they lost to the Pittsburgh Penguins. They have been money in their home building. That's a great sign. I think moving forward, if they are going to win this series against Tampa, the home ice at Madison Square Garden is going to play a main, major, pivotal type of role. Rangers been a great team at home. Go and keep those good vibes going, going into game two. Now, you got to know with Tampa Bay, they have won plenty of series where they have lost the first game, including last year when they lost the first game to the New York Islanders. We have seen the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've been there. They've done that. They're not going to be phased by any situation. Their goaltender is not going to be phased. That team is not going to be phased. I expect them to be cooking in game two. It's how you counterpunch. It's how you respond. But hey, you couldn't have started off this series any better. I thought game one was paramount from a Rangers perspective. At home, fresh off game seven, and they were playing on the road, I might feel differently. The fact that they had this game one at home, boom, you got to ride that momentum against the team that's done it and has won the cup in back-to-back years. I don't want to be falling behind in this particular series. I don't want to repeat what I saw in the Carolina series. I don't want to repeat what I saw in the Pittsburgh series. Because I don't think you could do that against this sort of team. Thankfully, the team was ready to go. Flying all over the ice. Star players making plays. Kid line making plays. And then Igor in that second period was stupendous. Igor Shosturkin in his first matchup against Vasilevsky. Outplayed him. Can that continue to be the case throughout this series? Or can Igor come close? If Igor could come close, I think the Rangers are in pretty good shape and they're a very, very live team. But they needed to start this off with a bang. They started this off with a bang. All right, I see the calls. They are hot. They are heavy. So without further ado, Eric, going to lead us off. Eric, you're in the leadoff spot. Fire away. How we doing, babe? Statement win. This was a fucking unbelievable way to come out and start this series. Like you said, we had home cooking. We knew Tampa had nine days off. It was how are they going to respond and Kreider setting the tone early, just put the C on his jersey already and made this guy a captain because he's he's silenced every critic and showing up. And how many times have we talked about the kid line? Heedle, Alexi, and Kako just find ways to show up in big moments. Heedle with the huge goals. They answered every counterpunch that Tampa threw. Obviously, Stamkos gets that uh, slap shot goal early, uh, and you're just wondering, all right, like Tampa, how – how much firepower they're going to bring tonight. And the Rangers, they were not afraid. They played the forecheck really well. They defended well. They killed off the penalties. And they really set the tone for this series that they are they are not afraid to go out and, and play Tampa at their own game. Eric, I think they're going to be very spunky in this series. Now, I fully expect Tampa to respond. 
I, I do not think that this is going to be some easy peasy type of Eastern Conference final for the Rangers. You're going to have to earn it. This team has won two Stanley Cups for a reason. There's a reason why for that. The talent, the goaltender, the skill level, they got it all. They are going to be humming at some point. But to defend home ice the way that they did and to respond, right? Like, Palak scores the goal to tie it. Keitel comes back basically a minute and a half later and he ends up scoring a goal. That sort of attitude within the Rangers, that is what you love about starting off this series. The fact that they took a Tampa Bay counterpunch and responded in a big way and boom, they're playing with the lead. Big difference. They're not afraid of this team and it, it really showed they matched them in every single way. You obviously saw Igor respond huge. He made some some huge saves. It looked like it might unravel a little bit where we had the we couldn't get the puck out of our zone. It led to the Samco's goal. And you're just wondering, all right, when is Tampa actually going to wake up? And they, to the Rangers' credit, they really held serve. And like you were saying, look, Tampa is battle-tested. They have 18 straight wins following a loss, so do not expect them to go quietly into that good night. But to set the tone in this series, we had to come out firing. This was the most complete game they've played all playoffs, top to bottom. Everyone scored. Everyone did their job. And it's a great statement win. It is a statement win. And consider this, Eric. Good start to the show. Last series against Vasilevsky. Three goals. The entire freaking series. To go out and score six, that's a statement. Now know this. For Tampa Bay, 18 straight playoff wins following a loss. 18 straight playoff wins for Tampa Bay following a loss. Is it going to be 19? Or are the Rangers going to have something to say about that? Let's head to Adam, who is up next. He's in the two-hole. What's happening, Adam? How we doing, buddy? JJ, I'm doing great, man. What a game. What a statement win. Uh, what a way to kick off Pride Month. Uh, let me just say two quick things. One, I gave it to you last time I was on. I said Rangers in four. I'm giving you Rangers in four again. And two, all the guys who needed hot hands, Kreider, Keitel, they're still hot. The guns are smoking. I'm sticking with my Rangers in four, man. I love what I see. Well, listen, you're a lot friskier than I am. I loved them in game one. No, Adam, full disclosure, I hammered the Rangers tonight. I was all over them. I, I talked about this yesterday on SNY. We talked about this on the pod right after game seven. I thought the Rangers were a good bet. Because I thought Tampa would be a little flat. I thought they might be a little rusty. And I don't worry about the Rangers being fatigued. They got so many damn young guys on the team. I mean, Chris Kreider is basically the only senior citizen. Aside from that, you got young guys flying all over the ice. And that kid line is something. Don't mess with that kid line the rest of the postseason, please. Uh, Let's head to Anthony, who's up next. He joins us. And what's happening, babe? Hey, JJ? I got you, buddy. How we doing, Anthony? Great. Huge fan. I just got to say, you bring the energy of the fan to podcasts, and we appreciate it so much as New Yorkers, JJ. I appreciate that, Anthony. That's very kind of you to say, man. Listen, it does not matter the format for me. If I am doing a podcast, if I am doing a live show, if I am on television back in the day when I was on radio, what you hear, what you see is what you get. You don't like it, too freaking bad. I really don't give a shit. But that's what we do around here, Anthony. We tell it like it is, and we have some fun. So what do you got for me, big guy? JJ, I want to know, how much of it do you think is the rust? Because there's always this thing. One team's coming off a seven-game series. One team just blew another one out. How much of it do you think is them just being a little rusty because they haven't played in nine days? How much of it do you think is that the Rangers are coming in so hot from two back-to-back seven-game series? 
I think it's a combination of two. I, I, I can't draw like a distinct conclusion one way or the other. And Anthony, listen, we've seen this in all the sports, right? Where some teams are well-rested. They start off the series and they couldn't look any better. Other times they have that seven or that eight-day layoff and they're not ready to go and they are flat. So I do think that played a role for Tampa, but I also think the Rangers played a fabulous hockey game tonight. So you could combine the two and you got a ho-hum, easy-peasy third-period win when I didn't think you were going to get that midway through the second period. I didn't think so either. I didn't think we could score more than one on Vasilevsky, let alone two. I thought if we got two on him, we could win. Well, and they end up getting six. Now, I don't think, now let's make this clear, Anthony. I don't think you're going to end up with six goals moving forward the rest of this series. Like, I do not expect that to be the case. But I think it's an, an incredible breakthrough for a team against a top-notch goaltender like that to have a night like this. Because it just, like, goes to show you, hey, we can do this. You're down, let's say, two goals in a game. I don't know. Maybe that's Friday night. Maybe that's sometime in Tampa. Hey, we scored six on this guy. We can do it. We can do it. The great Coney Island Cobra, backed by popular demand. Cobra in the cleanup spot. What's up, baby? I'm going to tell you something. To put up six goals after what we did Monday, this is fucking phenomenal. This team comes out, they come out storming. And again, when you get that quick goal and you put it back on them, and they've been off nine fucking days. They've been eating people sandwiches down there. They're driving around in those uh, fucking pantoon boats, whatever the fuck you call them. We kicked their fucking ass tonight. Now, I expect them to come out hard on fucking Friday, throw the kitchen sink, Cooper being Cooper the way he fucking is. But you know what? You got to love this tonight to leave the garden happy. But, hey, this team came out. They did everything they had to do. Frank the Tank for Toronto, dude. What a fucking play. Really fired this team up. And, Cobra, how about the kid line? How about the shift the kid line gave you basically for three minutes they're in the Tampa zone the entire time, and boom, Heedle ends up scoring a goal. And Heedle giving you two. He has been in the middle of everything throughout this postseason run. Dude, I'll tell you something about Heedle. I was down on Heedle throughout the regular season. Again, he was hurt. You know, wh when's this kid going to fucking step up? This kid's been fucking money. Like Vince Vaughn used to say in Swingers, fucking money. We came to fucking play tonight. Nobody can be disappointed. Now, again, this team... This team in Tampa, these guys are champions. They're, they're coming Friday night. You know what they're going to throw at us. But if we can play our same game, they're going to ramp it up. I like our fucking chances. And I got to be honest, after what I saw tonight, I get the nine-day layup. I really like how we are in this series. I, I think we match up amazing. Well, Cobra, listen, they have had success against Tampa Bay. Good call as always, pal. Always spirited with Cobra. Um, they've matched up well with Tampa in the regular season. How much stock do you want to put into that? A little bit. A little bit. Not going to put a ton of it with the way Tampa has performed in cup finals over the last few years. But in game one, a lot of matchups you like for the Rangers. Skating up and down the ice, playing incredibly well. Uh, let's hit the Mike who joins us. What's happening, Mike? What's going on, JJ After Dark? What a win tonight. I don't know how I can follow that performance by Cobra, though. Holy shit, man. That, that was something. But, uh, I mean, this team, they're playing the most complete game they've played all playoffs. I gotta give Gallant credit. I mean, he changed things up. I, I was skeptical with him changing things up after game five in the last series. And 
he he did and got the kid line back. And this team, since he called them out after game five, I mean, they've been steamrolling everybody. You know, Carolina in the two games and this one here. You know, the thing for me, one of the streaks are going to be broken on Friday night. The Rangers have won seven straight at home. That's the first time they've ever done in franchise history. And then, as you said, that 18-game winning streak after a loss for Tampa. I mean, I expect Tampa to come out flying, but the Rangers are flying all around them right now. They, they're showing speed. They're thriving off the crowd. I'm loving every second of this. I'm loving the fact I got my Mets. They won six straight, too, but that's besides the point. The Rangers right now, they're the talk of the town right now, JJ. Thanks for the call. You got it, Mike. Appreciate it. There is a lot of buzz around New York. Uh, I'm walking around getting coffee today. Everybody rocking Rangers shirts, Rangers hats. It's good. I mean, it's good. It's good for business. There's no doubt about it. I hate the term house money because you never know when you're getting back. But I think a lot of people are going to look at this as house money because of what Tampa's done over the last two years and how terrific a team they are. They had a dream, though. When you're seven wins away from a Stanley Cup, you're not thinking about next year. You're not thinking about the year after that. You're thinking about right here and right now. And you brought up a good point. Something has got to give on Friday night. Either Tampa Bay's streak of following up a loss in the postseason with a winning performance or the Ranger home ice streak going back to the first game in the Pittsburgh series. Rangers have been a tremendous, tremendous home team. Tremendous. Let's head to, hmm, where are we going to go? Let's head to our buddy Matt, who's up next. Matty boy! Hey, JJ, what's going on, man? Holy moly. Hands down, the best game the Rangers have played this playoffs. Flying around the ice. Give Heal that contract. He's single-handedly showing us we have a two-center. Don't need to worry about re-signing Strom. I mean, what a game. Without that power play at the end of the game, the Rangers outshoot the Tampa Bay Lightning today. The last time we outshot a team might have been when Yager was on the team. Well, it is crazy to think about some of the scoring chances they had and the way they set tones, set a tone with the first goals, the Benajad right to Crowder, then Panarin in the third period when it's 4-2 and you're feeling really good about things. The Heedle shift was unbelievable. He gives you a couple of goals, but boom, 30 seconds into the third period, it's 5-2. And, and you don't even look that dreaded three-goal lead. I didn't even feel that way from a Rangers perspective. They were flying all over the ice. Tampa Bay looked flat. And it's the perfect way to go and start this series. Could not have drawn it up any better. No, sir. But, you know, you got, like you said, you mentioned a few times, some of the callers, Vasilevsky's already got home. He has forgotten about this game. This does not mean anything to him. He is a champion. He is a winner. So you're not going to go expect to go out there and score six on him again. Right? And uh, so you got to just bring the same energy because you know Tampa's bringing some new energy and see what you could do. Matty, if you can find a way to win the first two games of this series, that is the sort of confidence booster that legitimately gives you that belief that, hey, we can win this thing. And I'm not saying that it can if it's 1-1, but I almost look at this series, Matt, with Tampa's pedigree, with the Rangers on the rise, where home ice has to be a major, major factor here. And let's be honest, Matt, it has been a major factor for the Rangers in their two series wins, the way they played game five, game seven against Pittsburgh, the way they responded down 0-2 at home ice at the Garden, 3-4, and then six against Carolina. I think they got to be propelled by that Gordon crowd. They got to use that Gordon crowd to their advantage. 
And I think that's got to be a major storyline here if we're talking about the Rangers pulling off the upset. Pre-game, you saw the Garden was rocking, and they kept it going the entire game. And I, I mean, no doubt about it, the team fed off it. They were fired up. Some of those goals were unreal. It just yeah, I mean, they just they they fed off that crowd, and uh, we got to do it again. That's the idea, Maddie. Friday night, looking forward to it. And in case you're wondering, we are tweaking the schedule this week. We're doing a live tonight, as you know. We'll be posted as a pod. Don't forget, we'll have some fun there. Friday, same deal. We are not doing a pod tomorrow. I figure, boom, we do a pod Friday after game two of the New York Rangers. I mean, the Rangers, the biggest story in town. You know, you got to act accordingly, as I learned in the departed. You got to act accordingly. Let's head to the great young Brian McKeon. Hey, buddy. The mood cannot be better at the moment right now. I mean... And I would disagree with you on one point, too, that I really wanted to get at you with. The home ice advantage is going to be way different in this series. You got to remember, down in Tampa Bay, a lot of transplant New Yorkers down there. A lot of transplant New York Ranger fans that buy lightning tickets so they can watch hockey games during the regular season. I think it's going to be a very, very pro-Ranger crowd. Remember, I mean, no different, Brian, to Carolina, though. Let's be honest. Carolina was a, Carolina was a pro-Ranger crowd, too. I mean, come on. In game seven, games one, Carolina has one of the better home, home ice advantages in the entire NHL. They're early in that series. It was all Carolina. Remember, they weren't allowing Ranger fans to buy tickets to those games. It, I think it's going to be, I don't, I'm not scared of Tampa Bay's home ice miles. at all. What I, what I am scared of, JJ, is the, what, I, what I'm more scared of, JJ, is the fact that Vasilevsky knows how to bounce back in this spot and that Tampa Bay is one of these teams that, again, the championship pedigree, they're not going to be shaken up by this. This doesn't scare them, but, the Panarin goal to me is huge at the start of the third period, JJ. You come out of that third with a 4-2 lead. Again, a two-goal lead is the most dangerous lead in hockey. And you come out with a 4-2 lead and Panarin 30 seconds and just says, nope, fuck you, this is over, we're not even playing games here. That is a that is a championship-type play right there from a player. And dare I dream, because if you watched the Western Conference Finals last night, there were 15 goals given up between those two teams last night. Neither team plays defense, neither team plays goalie. And both of and the Rangers play both, and they have an elite offense. JJ, dare me to believe, but this is getting crazy. Brian, I keep you on longer because you're fired up, but I don't want to compete with GPS and the echo there. So that's always problematic. Appreciate the call. And you can date a dream. You're seven wins away from a Stanley Cup. Let's get there first, though. Before I'm talking about who the Rangers are matching up with, with Colorado and Edmonton, uh, and I'll be honest with you, I have probably seen Colorado Edmonton play about three times each this year. I mean, who are we kidding? I'm not exactly the Western Conference hockey savant. So I will be doing a little research, a little homework over the next couple of days. And game one was a ton of fun. I mean, defense and goaltending was clearly optional, though, from what I saw last night. Your focus is on a battle-tested two-time Stanley Cup champion. They are going to respond. They are going to be heard from in this series. Punch, counterpunch. Bottom line, that's how you got to do it. Punch, counterpunch. Let's head to Kenny in Staten Island, my main man. What's up, Kenny boy? What's going on, JJ? Always a pleasure. Kenny, how we living? How we living? Pretty good. You see me hit those props tonight. I know you did. Of course you did. That's your specialty. Uh, Ken Kenny, you need to start tweeting those out so you can share with the uh, the loyal, loyal New York, New York audience. And I'll start tweeting those out. Maybe we'll uh, have a little fun there. You got, you got to follow me, JJ, then we'll, we'll work on that. And uh, basically, uh, you know, I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm an Islander fan, but I'm a hockey fan, you know. And something tonight, the starting lineup for Tampa, they dressed 11 forwards and seven defensemen. And they're going to change that up. They're going to go with 12 forwards next game. 
And just to prove a point, Kucherov was the guy who was double shifting and he was a minus two tonight. So, you know, that, that was something that I think, uh, that the coach Cooper, he gets a little arrogant with his lineups. You know, he's, listen, the guy's successful. Can't blame him, Kenny. I mean, he's won back to back Stanley Cups. So I'd be a little arrogant in my lineups too. Yeah. You know? And, and also, you know, with, with Tampa Bay being off for so long, uh, two years ago against my Islanders, they were off for 10 days and they, and they waxed us by eight calls in the first game. I think it was seven or eight one game one when the Islanders had to fly cross country in the, uh, Oh, but that was the COVID series with the bubble. I, I throw that completely out the window, to be honest. With you. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to give Tampa credit for winning it, of course, but like as far as what you saw in game one, I mean, the range, the Islanders that year were at such a disadvantage. They weren't ready to beat a team like Tampa, but like the travel and everything you throw into it. No, uh, this Ranger team, I think, is better positioned than that Islander team. You want to tell me last year's Islander team? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how this series plays out. The difference between those two teams, in my opinion, Kenny, from what I've seen, the Rangers have a lot more firepower. That's what it boils down to. They can go and score goals. No, they could. They could roll two two lines out here that could put the puck in the net, and their power play is, is, uh, is, is phenomenal, the way they move that puck around. So, you know, this series... You know, next game, I'll tell you right now, the Rangers get the first goal next game. It's going to get very interesting. Um, Yeah, you want to put the pressure on Tampa Bay. That's the idea. You want to have that Gordon crowd engaged from the get-go. That's what happened tonight, even when Tampa Bay counterpunched. It's the idea of, boom, you got all these people ready to make noise, ready to make things happen, and a minute plus into the game, they could lose their freaking minds, scream their head off, and celebrate a Chris Crowder goal. Look. I think the Rangers are live in this series. I have felt that they are live in this series. Have I been willing to say that they are going to win this series? No, I'm not ready to go there yet, Kenny. But I'll tell you this. They going to win game two? I think we got to reconsider that thought. Like right now, I think the series price, I have not seen it. My guess would be Tampa Bay would still be favored, and I bet Tampa Bay is minus 120. That would be my guess. I'm, I'm going to throw something at you, and I got to have a conversation with my son tomorrow because he's got the Rangers to win the East. That pays 20000 and he might hedge tomorrow. Well, I was going to say, if he's going to hedge, Kenny, tomorrow is the day to do it. Yeah, I told him, wait for after game one. Of- now, I, you could get cute and hope that the Rangers are going to win game two, but honestly, Kenny, if they win game two, you're going to like their chances of winning the series. The perfect time to win the Eastern Conference to get that bad boy at even money, that is an absolute no-brainer. That'd be my advice. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure he'll hedge, and then he'll go from there because uh, he's gotten to win the Cup. And when I was out in Vegas with you, I put another ticket in for him to win the Cup. So, What'd you get those odds when we were out in Vegas? That was like late March, early April. That was 18-1. Uh, to 18-1. to You know what's crazy, Kenny? Good call, as always. We locked in for Beningo. The great Joe B texted me. I took care of him on FanDuel. We got it at 12-1 to 1 for Joe. However, when they were down 3-2 to 2 against the Carolina Hurricanes, you could have gotten the Rangers at 20-1. to 1. We might have taken a little fire at 20-1. to 1. They were 10-1 to 1 going into Game 7. They were 5-1 to 1 after Game 7. The live odds market. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like... Can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. 
Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and one. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, that's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And one, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. Let's head to Nashville, Tennessee. Our buddy Sean is up next. Sean, the floor is yours. What's going on? JJ, the bartender of my life. What a win by the Rangers tonight, man. Listen, you said, uh, I'll be quick. You said you don't like to use the word house money. Well, you, you watch as much sports as I have. Maybe not as much because I'm 45, but still, you watch a lot of sports. I'm going to use a different word. There's a there's a term that's used and thrown around a lot. It was last last I really remember it was with the 2016 Blue Jays when Batista hit that home run off of Dyson. The team of destiny vibe, JJ. I got to throw it out there, man, because look, when the city's pouring it out and the players are drinking it the way these Rangers are for this crowd, and every night they play there, the other team's playing, you know, ten thousand against, you know, six on the ice at any given point in time. It's just insane. And I got to agree with Cobra and everybody else. They get game two, JJ. I mean, I got to feel like there's going to be Stanley Cup games played in the garden. What a year this is for the Rangers fans. You can't take this stuff for granted. It's awesome. I feel great for all the Rangers fans. Love the show, buddy. Love you. Sean, I appreciate it, man. And listen, there's good karma. There's a lot of good juju going the Rangers way. I mean, they go and win back-to-back game sevens. That's going to speak volumes. Now, it's very, very tough to go through the postseason and play that many games and live to tell about it. But when you're a young team, fresh legs, Rangers could not have looked more lively than they did here on Wednesday night. I mean, they were skating all over the ice tonight. From the minute this game started to what they did in the second period, they were flying all over the place. Let's head to uh, Jack, who joins us next. Jack, what's going on, pal? JJ, how you doing? I, I'm sorry I'm a little late. I missed the beginning of the pod because I was in the Bronx. I was at Yankee Stadium tonight. Brutal, Jack. Brutal. Um, although, what are we doing? Let's call that game at 5 o'clock if you're looking at the updated weather forecast, for goodness sakes, you know? So the stadium has people coming into work. They got to get them paid. They were selling a lot of, a lot of uh, beers. They were selling a lot of hot dogs, you know, merchandise. So they wanted to get people in the doors to make some money on a day when they knew the game was going to be canceled. Well, that's par for the course. Although they've been better about it this year, Jack. I do have to be fair, and I have to give the Yankees credit for this. They have been better about it this year in general. But the reason that I wanted to call is because the crowd in the Bronx 
was electric for the Rangers. The number of jerseys. Where'd you, where'd you watch the game out of curiosity, Jack? I, I mean, I went into the stadium, I watched, and then I went to Stans afterwards. Nice. That's good. So Stans was rocking for the Ranger game. Good. Happy to hear it. Stans was rocking for the Rangers game. There were a lot of people, they didn't have the sound on. They had the music going, so you couldn't hear the game, but you could watch it. And the crowd, every time there was a goal, every time there's a big play, there was a pretty good cheer. I would expect nothing less. And look, that's what happens when you have like the, the vibe of a team uniting a city. That is what the Rangers, the Rangers and the Knicks have the ability to do that, Jack. And I don't want to be disparaging towards the Islanders. I don't want to be disparaging towards the Nets, but they don't have the same vibe of being able to do so. They just don't. Like the baseball teams, they're a house divided. They're the Yankee fans, they're the Met fans. The, the football teams, they're the Jet fans, they're the Giant fans. But those two teams at the Garden, because of what they do and where they play and where they located, it gets people all on the same page. And I've seen that now. I've seen it for plenty of years with the Rangers, and I'm seeing it here this postseason. Let's hit the Bradley who joins us. What's up, Bradley? JJ, good to talk to you. Bradley, my pleasure. What's up, amigo? Yeah, yeah. Like I said the other day to you, I was looking forward to this matchup. Uh, like when we knew that they were going to beat Carolina, um, it, it, they have a golden opportunity to go 2-0. and And I think we all know that Tampa, they're not going to go down this easily. Um, I, we expect their A game. We know it, but they, they start, try to take a 2 0 advantage lead on uh, the next game before they go back down to Tampa. I mean, you got to be all over that if you're the Rangers right now. That's a golden opportunity that's in front of the Rangers right about now, Bradley. You know what I mean? Like, you're up 1 0. You're riding the high of the Carolina comeback. You just won this game going away. You're going to get Tampa's best shot here. But I am so fascinated to see the first, like, four to five minutes of the game. I expect Tampa to be fine all over the ice. I expect Vasilevsky to be completely locked in. And if the Rangers somehow, some way, can get out to an early start, oh, it's going to be bananas in Madison Square Garden, dude. Place is going to be going ballistic. If the place will be pandemonium, like the Garden is always, uh, uh, always is. And they have a great opportunity. And I can't wait for the next matchup. Um, and that's all I got tonight, JJ. I can't wait to talk to you again about this series going forward, man. Yeah, Bradley, going to be a ton of fun. Fun couple of days, to be honest with you, where we had the Rangers tonight. The Mets are red hot. Now they're getting ready for the Dodgers. We'll do a little of that in a little bit. Um, you have the Yankees playing a doubleheader now with Otani going in a night game. And then you got game one of the NBA Finals. It's a great time. Great, great time to be a sports fan across the board. I love May and June. Especially when you got a team that's playing games that matter. I love Maine June. Let's head to uh, Sean, who's up next. Sean, take it away. JJ, what's up, brother? Shawnee, how we doing, kid? What's up, man? You nailed it, man. The city's different when the garden's rocking. When Knicks and Rangers are taking it, the city has a different vibe. You can feel it, man. You can feel it every single day. Like, people who are not into hockey at all, all of a sudden now lining up the streets of Madison Square Garden. They're lining up bars all across the five boroughs. They get into it, Sean. And that's a cool thing to see. Listen, I know it's going to bother some of the diehard hockey fans, you know, the Ranger fan that's watching 80-something games throughout the course of the year. But I, I think it's like college basketball in many ways, Sean, where, you know, I'm a diehard college basketball guy, but I love when people join the party for the conference tournaments and the NCAA tournament. Because guess what? It's fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. So here's my three takes on tonight watching it on TV. Number one. You know, game starts, everything you hear. Tampa had all these days off. They're going to come out. Rangers are tired. Then as the game goes along, well, you know, they had all these days off. 
this isn't the Tampa that they're going to see in the series. You can't have it both ways. Second thing, you can't tell me that kid's line. They're finally saying on TV, kid's line, they're growing up in front of our eyes. It was the line of the night. Two seconds later, bang, goal. Everybody else is seeing what we already know. Last thing I'm going to tell you that bothered me. Garden's chanting, Igor's better. I get it. Don't poke the bear. We just started. I love you, man. I'll keep going. Sean, fabulous call. And look, it's always going to be fun to have those sort of moments at Madison Square Garden where you got a riled up crowd. You got a liquored up crowd. The team is up five to two or six to two. So like, I totally understand why they're going to have some fun at Vasilevsky. But yeah, after, after game one, like if you're up three to one in the series and, you know, you put up four or five goals on them, go for it. But yeah, I'd be careful. I'd tread lightly. But you know what the fans are going to do. They're going to have fun. It's like when I was at the um, wild card game a few years ago to chant bring on Boston. It's fun. And then when Boston wins the series, you feel like a bunch of horses' asses. So you always got to be careful with that sort of stuff. The kid line has been insane. I mean, it has been absolutely insane. And I'm not going to pretend to know more hockey than Gerard Gallant because I don't know more hockey than Gerard Gallant. There's a reason why he's been a successful head coach in multiple stops. That kid line's got to stay together. I mean, with the way they've played in this postseason, they have got to stay together. Let's head to, I hope I have this right. Bahavik? Did I nail that, Bahavik? Is that how you pronounce your name? Bahavik. But- Bahavik. I am sorry, Bahavik. Welcome. How are you, my friend? How we doing? I'm not a big hockey guy. I just got into it with these playoffs. But holy shit, this team's a fucking wagon. Yo, this, this narrative that, you know, backup goalies, how about that? You put six on the ass. But game two is not going to be fucking easy. It's like, I'm a big boxing fan, so it's like, you got to keep putting pressure. You can't stop dictating that nonstop pressure. You got to keep backing them up, keep backing them up, because you cannot relent with this Tampa team as much as I wish they could. But three more fucking games. Three more fucking games. That's the idea. And you're absolutely right about the sort of counterpunch you're going to see from Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is an outstanding team. They're a battle-tested team. They're Stanley Cup champions each of the last two years. And that number, that little nugget, after losses, that's that's something. But you know what else is something? The Ranger performance at home here in this postseason. That's pretty damn good, too. Wow. So my buddy McEnany, the great Eamon McEnany, who I work with over at SNY, you know, he's all fired up. He's got a Thursday off. He's going to see the Yankee Angel game tomorrow. And his son's a big, like, Otani guy, angel guy, whatever. So he's like, yeah, I'll bring my kids, blah, blah, blah. If this is accurate with what Charlie and Elmhurst just told me in the message, that Otani is going to pitch the first game, oh, oh, that is, that's tough. That's a tough sell. But said to the aforementioned Charlie and Elmhurst. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey, JJ. So, by the way, before I... So is that confirmed Otani's pitching the first game? Oh, it's on the MLB.com app, so... so. Oh, man, I I got to break the bad news to McEnany. He is not going to be happy. He is not going to be happy. That is, uh, yikes, that, that's a rough one for him. That is rough. By the way, JJ, uh, I didn't talk over the weekend, so uh, what uh, did you decide to watch, Doctor Strange or Top Gun? So, neither. I didn't have an opportunity. To, uh, Charlie, I was so busy being out in the Hamptons, 
getting back to work, doing all of our shows. I didn't have an opportunity to get to the movies. If I do, I think it's going to be Top Gun, dude, because of the reviews that I got. The reviews that I got for Top Gun, they were off the freaking rails, Charlie. People loved it, dude. Loved it. SNY Newsroom was buzzing about it yesterday, dude. Buzzing. Oh, all right then. All right then. Let's. Now I don't know. I got It depends on what the lady wants to do. She calls the shots, Charlie. You know that. I uh, I'm powerless in some situations. This is being. This would be one of them. All right. So, uh, yeah. I mean, get to see the Kenobi series uh, as well. I am in a Kenobi, and I can tell you this: whenever we sign off here on Spotify Live, I will be watching episode three. I will be watching episode three, and it has been terrific so far, Charlie. Terrific. I've loved it. By the way, on the onto the, the hockey uh, with the Rangers. Now, full disclosure, I, again, not a hockey expert, but I'm like loving how the play this playoffs because the you know Garden, like rocking, it's good, and I think the winner of this series is gonna win the Stanley Cup because the goaltending. Because you saw the other conference, I mean, the goaltending is awful, and the other uh, on the other series, the Edmonton against the Avalanche. I think the t- two best goaltending remaining is this series. With I know that the Rangers smacked them around with the uh, Vasilevsky and Eagle probably the the best goaltending. I think the goaltending in this series is the key, and I think whoever wins this series is gonna take it all the way to the Stanley Cup. You might be right about that, Charlie. Even though the Vegas odds would have disagreed going into the Eastern and Western Conference Finals because Colorado and what they're able to accomplish throughout the course of the regular season. But, yeah, I think a lot of people would argue that the two best goaltenders in the league are playing on each of these two teams in Vasilevsky and in Igor Shesterkin. I think most people who have a clue about hockey would say, yeah, these are the two best goaltenders in the league, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I just hope the Rangers keep it going because it's great. Listen, Charlie, we've had a lot of shit to watch over the last few years. Not a lot of things that have made us feel good as New York sports fans. The fact that you have Rangers in the conference final, the Yankees in first place comfortably, the Mets don't lose first place, best start division lead wide in the history of the franchise. Charlie, you have every reason to be fired up. We are long overdue, my man. Oh, absolutely. And yesterday's win was nice for the Yanks, but, uh, JJ, I, 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 it's not complaining, but I would say a long-term concern. Or, or like, I'll say I preferably don't want to see him be out there is Aaron Judge playing center field. Now, one or two weeks is fine, but he's doing playing center field because of necessity, because Gallo and those hicks, those dead weights, they're complete stiffs. I mean, they need to get the fuck off the team. Here's the problem, though, Charlie. I don't know if they're going to be able to get a top-notch center fielder. They may be in the market for other outfielders. Like, I love Benintendi. They get Benintendi. I think they're going to play him in left. If they get Ian Happ, are they going to play Ian Happ in center or left? I think they're going to keep Aaron Judge there. As long as his body can handle it, I'm not concerned. Let's hit the Scotty who's up next. Scotty boy! JJ, listen, big Ranger win. I mean, listen, Rangers and the Yankees are undefeated since I grew my mustache. So, I, mean, I don't know that. Wow. So you got the Matt Carpenter Nestor mustache going? Hey, listen, I saw them. They were looking good with it. I said, well, let me give me a try. Wow. Good for you. You know, Scotty, I'd love to pull it off 
Uh, I, I, first of all, I don't know if my, my future wife would sign off. That's number one. Uh, number two, I think I would look like the biggest creep imaginable on television. So I, I, I don't know, man. I, I may actually put up a picture of me from the COVID days, you know, like when nobody was shaving and nobody got a haircut. I shaved my beard after like two months and I kept like the stash for like 10 minutes. I look like the creepiest dude on planet Earth, dude. I may have to post that on Twitter one of these days just for a laugh. Someone said I look like a 70s porn star. Nice. You got the Ron Jeremy going. Okay. Okay. Dirk Diggler. That a boy. That a boy. Someone said I look like a drug dealer from Miami Vice, which is, you know, all good. But, you know, I just think you were saying it too, like this, the BS that we've been dealing with the New York sports and just to see the Yankees, Mets, just all kicking ass. You know, the Rangers are playing good. Even the Islanders. I know they had a bad year, but I think they're going to come back next year and be good. Because even the Nets, I'll give them a pop. But because, you know, the Jets and Gi- the Giants and the Jets just been awful. I mean, it's just brutal. But this is CB's teams playing good. You know, it's just really it's a treat to watch. It has been a ton of fun, Scotty. They're a great group. They've been a resilient group. And now for the first time this postseason, they have a lead in the series. Carolina, they were down too well. Pittsburgh, they lost the first game. They're down three games to one. Different vibe now for the Rangers. We'll see how they handle prosperity. The great Justin in Floral Park. What's up, buddy? JJ, what's going on, brother? I know you were not dialed into your boy Josh Allen at the win. You know, I played that golf course, by the way, Justin. I've played that. It is, and I've played some great courses in my life. I play Liberty National, which is stupendous. Uh, I played Bedminster. I've played a lot of great golf courses in my life. The best golf course I've ever played is the win. It was so nice. It was so immaculate. Everything about it, just the, dude, it was, I, I got to go back and play, long story short. So I was thinking of you. I flipped it on for like a half second in between the uh, the intermissions, but I, I wasn't into it. Yeah, yeah. I, I never thought I could hate Tom Brady even more, but I, but I did. It's just, it's just. Naturally, yeah. Another win for Tom Brady against the Buffalo Bills, you know? Of course. <laughs> what else is new? I'm just hoping it doesn't happen in February. Um, JJ, they got to keep this going. Okay, as long as Brandon points out, this team is a different team, Tampa Bay. So you got to take advantage of that. They, uh, you know, they, they played a great defensive game. You know, listen, that first period could have won a totally different way. They had tons of chances, Tampa Bay. And the Rangers uh, withstood that ambush. And then they just put an onslaught on them in the second period. So we'll see what happens. Game, you know, game two is going to be a totally different story. They'll settle in. Justin, I don't know if you felt this way. I don't know if you felt this way. I looked at this series and I said, with Tampa's pedigree, the Rangers have to win the first game. Absolutely. I thought it was almost a must win for them in many ways. They're like, oh, Rangers are going to be tired? That's bullshit. No, they're a young team. Justin, that to me is total nonsense. Total nonsense. You want to tell me an older team would be phased by the back-to-back game sevens? I think there's something to that. But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a comparison for tomorrow night in the NBA. I feel the same way about the Celtics. The Celtics got a bunch of young dudes on that team. And we're talking about three days of rest. Like, I'm not worried about that. And I am worried at times about a team that hasn't played in eight or nine days. I think there's something to that, dude. No, I agree 100%. So, and, you know, it's amazing. They had a stat out here that that a team that went seven games and played a team that had more than seven days off is 8-0 in the playoffs in NHL. So we'll see what happens. Long way to go. Um, As far as the Yanks go, JJ, any chance they could go after this guy Reynolds who's starting to heat up in Pittsburgh? 
Because I would love for him in the outfield, man. Brian Reynolds. Well, the Pirates, how about them sweeping the Los Angeles Dodgers this week? Sweeping the Los Angeles Dodgers. I wouldn't rule it out. The problem the Yankees are going to run into. They have made two trades with the Pittsburgh Pirates, Justin, over the last two years. They have absolutely fleeced the Pirates in both of those trades. Both of them. So I don't know if the Pirates can actually answer a phone call for Brian Cashman and, and get away with making a trade. Like, if they watch Clay Holmes perform and pitch the way that he has, h- how exactly do you go and make a trade with the Yankees? I know I wouldn't feel comfortable doing so. And JJ, one last thing. I hope you're not rooting for the Celtics in this series. No, I am. I am. I can't stand the Warriors. No, Justin, I am. I, now, listen, a couple of reasons. Number one, I am emotionally invested. I don't give a fuck uh, if your boss is a Celtic guy. No, 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 no. Forget about him. Forget about him because I'd rather troll him. It's more fun. Justin, it, you trust me on this. It would be a lot more fun. Yeah, but Justin, Justin, Curry today. Oh, I thought I was going to New York. The whole Draymond Green nonsense. I can't. Justin, I get it. I, I It's going to bother me seeing a lot of those people happy, but. I can't stand the Warriors, dude. I really, my disdain for the Warriors is much greater than you would imagine. Well, listen, I was, that was more of me when Durant was on that team. But when, you know, now that they've gotten everything together, if the Clay Thompson rehab, and I don't mind them. I can't stand the Celtics, man. See, it's interesting, Justin. If they were, I see, I never grew up, full disclosure, Justin, with the same animosity towards the Celtics that I would have if I grew up 10 years earlier. You know what I'm saying? Because for me, as a kid who grew up, you know, in the mid-1990s, the teams I hated as a Knicks fan, I hated the Pacers. I hated the Bulls. I hated the Heat. So, like, for me, the Celtics didn't really, like, garner any sort of hatred until you had the Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen team. Those were teams I didn't like. Those were teams I rooted against until, Justin, LeBron went down to Miami and I found myself rooting for the Celtics. So, like, it's, I have found myself in these predicaments. The, it's weird. The actual team, the Celtic team, Justin, I like them, man. I like Jason Tatum. I like Al Horford. I like their head coach, Udoka. I like Peyton Pritchard. I like, like, I like their players. I can't stand their fans. So, it's, it's a delicate balance, bro. It's tough. You're going to give me shit. And listen, Justin, I understand. As Mr. New York, New York, you're holding me accountable for the idea that I'll be pulling for a team from Boston. It's fair. It's fair. But I'm telling you my rooting interest and my financial interest in this series is on the Boston Celtics. I know I'm letting a lot of people down, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. So we will close the show with the great Jeff Money. Money, floor is yours. What's up, Jay? So we'll end it with the NBA. We'll start it with the great uh, Ranger there. I know you were weird on the Rangers, plus the one. I got him at plus 110. I, I got it better than that, dude. Um, Let me check right now. I am on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I love that I am literally checking what I ended up winning on this game. I knew I got him at plus money, Jeff Money, so I want to confirm I got the exact number as you did. Um, I got the Rangers at plus 115 tonight. So close enough. Really? Close you enough. I took it later on. So I put it in the morning. Now I saw it opened up on FanDuel. Once the game was over, once you went on the air, it showed even money. And then a little while after that, now it went to plus 105 when I last checked them for game two. And I would bet by the puck drop on Friday night, Jeff Money, Tampa Bay will be minus 120, 125 in that game. That is my guess. 
because the public will absolutely come in on the Tampa Bay Lightning. There's not a doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah, it's a definitely going to be a totally different game, but I'm still going to roll with them in uh, game two. You have to go with house money on that. And I saw for the uh, Stanley Cup, remember, they were they were plus 500. Now I think they went to plus 350 on FanDuel. Yeah, no sense getting in now, Jeff Money. You missed the boat. To me, if you want to bet the Rangers now to win the Cup, you have to wait until they fall behind in this series. Because even if they end up, evening this series. I think you'd probably get the Rangers at like plus 500, plus 600. No better number than that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I saw now Tampa Bay is at plus 320. Like you said, Colorado's the heavy favorite. Were they like minus uh, ones? I forgot what they were minus ones. I mean, they were they were the favorite going in. Now they're going to be even more of a favorite. No question. Yeah, yeah. You're, like I said, the Rangers caught them great with that layoff. And plus the Rangers played terrific. You know, game two will be, you know, a lot closer matchup, but they definitely got to take that one. And as far as the NBA, I know already who you're with. I'm also going to roll with the Celtics plus the four. Oh, there we go, Jeff Money. I like it. Now, unfortunately, good for you for getting four. I'm seeing three and a half right now, and everybody and their mother is on the Warriors tomorrow night. I am seeing 77% of the bets. I am seeing 83% of the money all coming in on Golden State. Sign me up right now for the Celtics to get off to a good start in this series. And here's the bottom line, Jeff Money. If Boston is going to win, their defense is going to be the reason why. I do not think they can get in a track meet with these Warrior teams. I think they want to make it ugly at times. Marcus Smart is going to play an enormous role in this series, but no team in the Steve Carrera has given them more trouble than the Boston Celtics. It is the only team that Steve Kerr has a losing record against. I gave out this pick the other day on the Ring of Gambling show. And in case you missed it, you should go back and listen. Joe House, Raheem Palmer, and I absolutely killed it. Celtics and six, Jeff Money, at plus 440. What do you think about that? Oh, no, it looks out. I was looking up the trends on the cell. Yeah, they, they hold their own against the uh, Golden State. Even in Golden State, they've been covering more than uh, not covering there. So you got to take the four points. And like you said, they just got to check them good. That's it. They can keep up with them with their offense, definitely. Like it's- And obviously, you're going to need Tatum and Brown to do their thing. And you're going to need a third source of scoring. Is that Smart? Is that Hawford? Is that Derek White at times? That'll be interesting to see. Do they look to attack Golden State in the paint? Maybe they do. But I think the defense for the Boston Celtics which has been a theme throughout this postseason. You saw it against Brooklyn. You saw it in game six and game seven against Milwaukee. And you saw it in the Miami series that got ugly at times. That's the recipe for them to go and get it done. I am on the Celtics tomorrow night. And I will be on the Celtics to win this series in six games. Boston is winning the NBA Finals. A lot of the advanced stats people. And I didn't expect this to be the case because I knew everybody was going to come in on the Warriors and the Warriors, after what they did in the West Finals, were going to be favored. Boston struggling with Miami. I knew I knew Boston was not going to be favored without the home court advantage. A lot of the analytics models out there have the Celtics favored. Take that for what it's worth. I don't need that. I'm just telling you they're going to win the series in six. All right, last call. Now I'm serious. David joins us. What's up, David? JJ, your prayers were answered. No one wanted a rain out tonight more than you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it ended up working out. It ended up, long story short, David, everything ended up working out. Yes, it did. 
I, I was a listener tonight. When I heard you talking with Jeff Money, I had to just chime in. I'm holding a bet on the Rangers to win the cup plus 1,800, my friend. Nice number right there, David. That's a nice number. See, that's a heck of a lot better than 375. <laughs> I don't know. I threw it at a wall. I threw I threw darts at the wall a few months ago. I said, let me just jump in on them. I took Florida also. Florida obviously died, but, uh, but um, I'm hoping I can cash that in. Hey, David, one win at a time, scoring six goals. Getting after the best goaltender in the league, scoring, setting the tone early, setting the tone late, unbelievable second period, picture perfect game for the Rangers. That's right. right. That's right. That's right. I, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be this rusty. They looked incompetent at times tonight. It was ridiculous. Guys getting on the ice, off the ice is ridiculous, but uh, we'll take it. We'll take a win, you know, get off on the right foot. Well, and look, David, the Rangers needed game number one. They were not winning the series, losing game one. Took advantage of a team that maybe was a little flat. You're getting their best effort in game two. Take that to the freaking bank. You're getting their best effort in game two. This was so much fun. Calls were absolutely outstanding. This will be posted as a pod. Don't forget about that. Will be posted as a pod Friday after game two. After Yankees. We'll be on during the Mets. We'll be rocking and rolling. Sunday will be a normal pod. So voicemails are necessary for Sunday. We're going to wait after Ranger afternoon, Yankee morning, because they're playing an 1130 game. Uh, Mets playing a four o'clock game. So we're going to do everything as a pod Sunday evening around eight or so. 830, give or take. Ton of fun. We're back Friday night. Don't forget about that. Don't forget to download this as a pod. Rangers win game one. Good work, Stefan. JJ out. Be good, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York, we want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.